welcome back to Quiet Moments with Quilla, Redefining Life's Chaos, a bi-weekly podcast where I, Quilla, share many of the chaotic moments that I've experienced in my life. And I take the time to redefine those moments, looking through God's view, seeing how he was and is always there. I never took the time to reevaluate what I was going through until now. And it all makes sense. When you redefine something, you give it a new meaning, a new interpretation. The world wants you to feel out of control. But God's will is that you put your trust in him. No other major instructions needed. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, New Living Translation says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean into your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. So, let's take the time together and redefine chaos. Because it's sure to come, but God is surely greater. Alright, here we go, y'all. <laughs> I start off every episode with like a, a mini recap, so so that, you know, you can kind of keep going with, with the story. Um, you guys have been so faithful on in coming back or commenting if I post on social media or if you know me then you've texted me or or called me um y'all seem to like that Monica episode that what about your friends episode y'all so messy y'all like that um everybody want to go fight Monica keep telling y'all let Monica be great she served her purpose okay all right last episode we left off talking about um me rededicating my life to God and that's just what I did to the best of my understanding. I had joined church that my coworker had invited me to, and um, I was still in amazement just to see how the people loved on God and how they expressed themselves so freely. The, um, that particular church had something called a Terry room, and Terry means to wait, T-A-R-R-Y. It means to wait, and that's just what we did. We went in that room, and we waited, and we called, and we... Uh, we waited. We waited on God to move. We waited on God to show himself mighty. Um, it was great. My, my first real encounter with God, huh, it, it, it was indescribable. I was so eager to feel his presence. What he did for me was, was more than I could ever describe. It's more than I could imagine I I was I was filled with the Holy Ghost and had evidence of tongues after coming out of that Terry room well while in that Terry room I ain't gonna lie when it when it first happened I was like (laughs) whoa I was it was I was hearing a whisper of sound deep in my inner ear and it, it wasn't it wasn't a familiar sound but it wasn't a scary sound it was just oh man I told y'all I can't explain it it wasn't even audible words it's not like it that here there where what it it was not it was just a sound that it was in my it was in my inner ear and next thing I knew that that those sounds was coming out my mouth and I couldn't stop. I I just, I I was, 
I was completely surrendered to God. I was completely submitted to what it is that he was doing in and through me. Um, I remember that night because the the Terry room scenario happened during a Bible study. And so I remember that night when I was getting ready for bed, I remember I was still just in God's presence. I was still crying. I was still praying. I was still speaking those um, ununderstood sounds. I guess is the best way I could phrase it. Um, and I remember crying out to God. I think I, I thought, I still think I probably was literally yelling out to him. And I remember saying, you know, I forgive, insert my ex-husband's name. Um, I forgive, insert my father's name. I forgive, insert, you know, stepfather's names because I'm not putting people on blast. So I'm not using real names. But I remember yelling and just saying, I forgive this person. I forgive this person. I knew I had hate in my heart for, <laughs> for all, all of them. Um, that's a strong word. But yeah, I, I was hating. I was hating. I was hating. But nonetheless, I remember yelling out, crying out to God saying, I forgive. I forgive them. And... I, they had they had failed me. They had abandoned me. They had hurt me to the core. I I was stuck, and in the encounter of surrendering to God, I was able to audibly release that. And God knew. He knew I needed that release so desperately, um, so that I could grow. I needed to release them. I needed to release myself. Did I pick up the anger here and there throughout the years? Yeah. Every time each one of them did something that kind of irked my nerves, I was like, yep, still don't like you. Um, <laughs> so I kept having to release. I keep having to release in the year 2020. I still keep having to release because this this is, you know, me and my natural. They keep doing dumb stuff. And it keeps irritating me. And I keep getting angry. So I keep having to release. Um, and, and God is dealing. God is dealing. God is healing. I, I allow those situations that keep transpiring to draw me back to a place of, um, I don't, I, I'm not going to say hatred. It's not hate anymore. I don't necessarily hate them. I am still, there are still pieces of me that hurt if I can better explain it that way. I continually need to repent. I continually need to cry out to God, asking him to help me stay released from those experiences, those situations, circumstances. Um, you know, there is a saying, give it to God and leave it there. Yep. Definitely need to stop picking it up. I definitely need to stop getting involved in situations that I know are probably not bettering me. Um, the Bible says to renew your, to renew your mind daily. And I, and I promise you that is imperative for freedom. That is imperative because daily stuff comes, people comes, situations come and it all, it all impacts your mind. Um, so you need to renew your mind. You need to release your mind. You need to relieve your mind. 
Romans 12, 1 and 2, the message version, version breaks that scripture down completely. And it says it like this. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, going to work and, and uh, walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God has for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to the culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops, brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. It's okay to say that you still need to grow. It's okay for me to say that I still need to grow because that for me is maturity. I am no longer saying, no, I'm good. I have moments of goodness and then I have moments of flesh. I have to submit my will. I have to submit my life. I have to submit my wants so that I'm not taking taken to a place outside of God's will when I'm dealing with um, certain people because they're not going away. <laughs> and so it is what it is. All right, back to the story. So kids were completely involved in, in church and I was on the media team. I became the church secretary. Kids were, like I said, they, they, were, they were there. We were totally, fully involved in the church. Okay. We were doing what good little Christians do. My health was up. It was down. Most days were good, but there were some really bad days. And I was having major spasms quite often. So it was a lot of days where I couldn't do much. And, you know, the kids and I had a, a very good, I'm very structured. I'm very, very, very structured. We had a good flowing system at the house. On my days off, I would use those days to, on my days off work, um, I would use those days to get everything together around the house so that on my days, on my off physical days, things would be taken care of. I would have the kids iron two weeks worth of clothes at a time, which eventually rotated to like where months they didn't have to iron. They hated it, hated it, hated it. Who wanna iron two weeks worth of clothes at one time? But I promised them it would all make sense in the end. Yeah, ain't that something? Gotta make you do a lot of work. And it all makes sense in the end. It's all right. Everything makes sense in the end. Okay? All right. And um, I would cook multiple meats. Like I would bake chicken. I would fry hamburger meat. I would just season it. Nothing in particular. I would fry some pork chops. That would be enough to circulate for a week. And all I had to do during the week was add a side dish. The, The primary food would be done. And if on the off chance my body, you know, was doing some rickety things, my daughter could at least warm up a piece of meat and some bread and um, feed her and her brother if, if that's what the situation required. We had a strategic flow. Uh, that way, if I needed, if I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely needed help, because by this time I was convinced I got it. Y'all, y'all all right, ain't nobody came and helped me this far. I got it. I don't need nobody. I don't need y'all help. Whatever. I was I was a whole, I was a trip, y'all. <laughs> I was a trip. But we had a systematic flow 
so that if something happened, my kids could kind of be self-sufficient. No one could ever say that my kids did not have what they needed. No one could ever say my kids were not eating. If I had to call in outside help and say, you know, hey, can you come sit with my kids? That's literally all I needed you to do. Come and sit and look at my kids. I didn't need you to feed them. I did not need you to clean my house. I did not need you to bathe my kids. I just needed you to sit there because my house was systematic. That's a good thing and then it's not a good thing. I don't like routines to change. I am not a go with the flow person. What's the flow? A and B, C? All right, let's go A and B, C. But then if you come back and say it's FML, no, I'm not okay with that because you said it was A and B, C. So which one is it? I need directive, I need structure, I need systems in place. Um, definitely not a wing it let's just see no I don't do that tell me what you want and tell me how you want it and then then we can make things happen uh, but it worked it worked from it worked for that moment I had to use the resources that God gave me I had to use the um, the plans the strategic plans that he gave me and that was a strategic plan it worked for many 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 years um, I, I promise you it was let's see it was crazy it was crazy to say that the kids and I survived it was crazy to say that the kids and I did out of the norm things I don't know if it was normal for a person to just cook all the meat in the house in preparation for a downfall or have the kids overdo something in order in preparation for a downfall um that's how the enemy will trick you and and try to corrupt your mindset into thinking well you know your body isn't 100 percent. so what if you know you know you can't tend to the kids if your body goes down so what if i was always in panic mode i was always in what if mode i was never in enjoy the moment mode never ever stopping to smell the roses always in let's get it done just in case let's get it done what if um and I'm again like I said that came from an old um an unhealed wound or feeling like a burden I would only ask for help when I absolutely had no choice meaning like I was if I was in pain or headed to the emergency room otherwise me and the kids made it work and I'll admit that pride slid in there um, because I prided myself on not needing any help. But there was no humility in that because everybody needs help. It, it's taken me 10 years or so now to realize that, hey, I can't do it all. Yes, you know, God gives wisdom. Yes, God gives processes and procedures and strategic plans but I cannot do it all by myself I should not have expected myself to do it by myself I should not have placed certain demands on my kids to make it happen make it happen make it happen prepare for the worst prepare for the worst plan for the unexpected um but you know we're redefining some things I know not to do that now that I have uh, a one-year-old huh let me slide that in there We'll talk about that on down the line in another episode. But now that I have a one-year-old, 
I will not raise him to prepare for the worst. Yes, I will teach him wisdom. Yes, we will look at things from all perspectives of what ifs, but I will not raise him in panic mode as I did my older children. Um, okay, but life kept moving. You know, we, we made it work. Jesus was there in the midst because had it not been for him providing the strategic mindset, I don't, I don't know how that, those years would have transpired. Um, I was still dating here and there whenever I could get a break from, from the kids. They had friends and did sleepovers. And so I, I got a break every once in a while. I wasn't dating seriously. It was just something to do to kind of, you know, eh, pass the time. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, dudes. Y'all are just time passers. Nothing serious. <laughs> And then Jesus said, hey, homegirl, what you doing? What you thought you was about to do? Yeah, no, that's really not what the plan is for you. Okay, okay. Glad you enjoyed all this rigmarole, but I need to get your attention real quick, like now. Minding my own good business. I used to take my son to get his hair cut. Um, every week he would get a haircut or he would just get a lineup every week again systems structure everybody knew what the plan was one day minding my own good business i was at the barbershop nothing major been at the barbershop a whole bunch of times now let me tell you about this barbershop owner he and i we were cool just because you know we had formed a relationship of me taking my son in there every day well i'm sorry every week no problem now the catch is this particular barber the owner i was introduced to him by y'all good old friend monica from the what about your friends episode she would she took me in there because again she had a younger child uh or she had a child or whatever that needed services and so she was like all right let me let me take you to the barbershop where all the dudes be you know, back back when we were both doing what we were both doing, we was hanging. She took me to the barbershop, met the barber. Now, Monica's no longer in my life, but I'm still tending, I'm still um, servicing the same barber because he ain't did nothing to me just because she did something to me. No problem. All right, back to the story. So, I was at the barbershop, okay? The barbershop where Monica introduced me to the owner. Minding my own good business not bothering nobody the barbershop owner says hey one of my homeboys wants to meet you um dramatic pause all right dramatic pause y'all because i'm dramatic and i'm a little uh i'm a little extra <laughs> so my immediate out loud response was Nope, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm all right. Have I ever seen this dude? Has this dude ever seen me? Yeah, nope, mm-mm, I'm cool. But nah, nope, 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 nope. Carry on. Cause, cause hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no. Nope, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I'm fine. I am living my best life, as these children say now. I'm good. 
Then the barber, he, he follows up and says, he was like, yeah, y'all haven't seen each other. Y'all haven't been in here chit-chatting and everything. Okay, another dramatic pause. So then I say, wait a minute. This dude didn't see me and we didn't talk. He is interested in me, but did not tell me. Nope, I can't do nothing with that. I can't do nothing with that. My personality is too strong. He's scary. If he's scared to say something to me, nope, 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 nope. And I'm loud, I'm loud, not ghetto loud, but I'm loud enough for people to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> Ooh, baby. All the while, he's like, all right, I'm gonna need you to chill out because dude is in the shop now. What? What? All right, so, so you telling me dude that wants to talk to me is in here now as I am in here now and he still ain't talking to me? That's one of them seventh grade, tell your friend that my friend said, and then they said, and I'm gonna pass the note, and I'm gonna give you her number. Man, come on, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. Nah, nope. But I'm still a woman. I still got woman, women uh, vibes and senses. So of course, I'm looking around the barbershop. I'm scoping, I'm trying to figure out, all right, all right, so Buddy is in here somewhere. Let me think who who in here that I've communicated with in a potentially flirtatious way. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I spot somebody, I was like, yeah, all right, yeah. I, I remember seeing that dude before. Matter of fact, I remember my son threw a ball and he caught it and they was talking and we was talking, you know, a couple weeks back. Whatever, maybe it's him, maybe it's not him. I don't know. But he's still scared to talk to me, so. Mm. Mm. Uh. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But then the barber, he, he follows up and he was like, no, see, all right, this is the deal. I told him you was a little rough around the edges <laughs> and that I needed to talk to you first and let you know that he was a cool dude and whatnot because if he would have said something to you, then, you know, you would have been all, all how you are and then things would have just been out of control. So I'm laughing, whatever, all the while. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Write my number on the back of a card, give it to him, blah, blah, blah. I ain't thought two cents about a dollar. Boom. Next thing I know, buddy calls that night. And we have literally talked <laughs> every night, every day, every in-between time for the past 12 years. I know y'all smiling because I'm smiling. Can y'all see me smiling? Can y'all hear me smiling? Because I'm smiling. So that one barbershop scenario turned into a whole 12-year relationship. Married 10 years as of March 2020. So let me piece this together, okay? Because y'all know the premise of the podcast is redefining life's chaos to see how God was and is always there. So since y'all so hyped about this Monica chick, so hyped about the episode, what about your friends? Let me let me drop it for you real quick. Okay? Boom. Move to Georgia. Meet a friend. Friend introduces me to a barber. Husband cheats with friend. Barber introduces me to the man who became my husband. Monica was the friend. Monica served so many purposes in my life. Monica was 
the enemy tried to use Monica as a method of making me lose my mind. The enemy tried to use Monica as a method to validate that all men cheat. The enemy wanted to use Monica as a method to say no one is genuine, no women, no men, no one is, is truly meant to help you. The enemy wanted Monica to taint my children's versions of kinship or relationship. The enemy had a whole plan, but we all know that God trumps the enemy. God used Monica to introduce me to the barber who 10 years later introduced me to my current husband. It all worked, all things worked together. We gotta redefine some stuff, we gotta backtrack. We gotta look and say, this was real rickety, God. I didn't like it, I don't like it, I wish it never happened. However, there's good in everything. That's the, the analogy, you know, silver lining. No, 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 God, you're in everything. You're aware of everything, you're in the midst of everything, you are ordaining everything, you are allowing everything. You somehow get the glory out of this. I just gotta look a little deeper. Because <laughs> sometimes, I don't see it. I gotta look a little deeper. I need a different perspective. I gotta get on the other side of this and look back. I gotta get on top of it and look down. I gotta look up. I gotta figure out what it is that you were trying to get me to see in this scenario um but man i'm not gonna lie y'all it took me a long 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 time and i share that particular story often because i need people to understand that god is uh so many words i can think of right now uh, god is ever knowing god is is magnificent in his in his plan and we just, we just, we, we don't know, you know, um, the, the Bible gives us a blueprint, but we don't know what that looks like in today's tangibleness. So the only thing we know to do is trust. The only thing we know to do is hope and believe and have faith. The only thing we know to do is stay focused. The only thing we know to do is to give him reverence and honor. The only thing we know to do is say, all right, God, I don't know, but I know. I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this looks like. I don't know the outcome, but I do know that you are faithful, but I do know that you are wonderful, but I do know that you don't mean me any harm. And I do know that this will somehow work out for my good okay all right so i would have never thought that monica would be the gateway into my now wonderful life i would have never thought that my ex-husband would have to pay allocations uh, to me for life regardless if I ever remarried or regardless if he ever, you know, remarried. I would have never thought. This, the scripture says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. His vengeance is unmatched. It is unmatched. I didn't pray for anybody to suffer or to get misused or, or 
you know, yeah, God, make her pay, make her pay, make him pay. I didn't, I didn't pray for any of that. I was obedient to what God told me to do. Once I got back in line with God for real, hmm. once I said, all right, all right, all right, all right, I don't know God, but I know. He set my path straight. Were there lumps and bumps? Will there be lumps and bumps? Yeah, that's just life. But that's how, that's why we are to continually seek his face. That's why we have to renew our mind daily. That's why certain things are required of us daily because life changes daily. Life presents daily issues. Life presents daily, um, daily questions, as I always uh, say, comments, questions, and concerns. But God is, God is the daily answer. God is the hourly answer. God is the minute answer. God is the answer. Okay? Like I said, 10 years, y'all. We've been married 10 years. I've known him for 12 years. Only, only God could have tied that together. Only. Mm. Y'all. So many stories. So much chaos. So much confusion. So much more redefining (laughs) that is yet to take place in my life so yeah don't know i'ma stop i'ma let it go i'ma be chill and i'ma need y'all to come back in two weeks (laughs) get the rest of the rest get the rest of the goodness get the rest of the chaos get the rest of the redefining um come back in two weeks which will be august 10th oh wait I didn't tell y'all because today is July 27th. I didn't tell y'all that tomorrow is my birthday. Boom, boom, tomorrow is my birthday. Boom, boom. I'm, I'm, I told y'all I was extra. I just did a whole little two-step. Y'all didn't see it though. But um, tomorrow, July 28th, is my birthday. I will be 45. There have been 45 years of chaotic situations. There have been 45 years of God's miraculousness. There have been 45 years of humps, lumps, and bumps. There have been 45 years of miraculous, um, unmatched, unparalleled, unexplainable blessings and testimonies and stories. 45 years. July 28th. Um, so tell me happy birthday. If, if you follow me on social media, tell me happy birthday. I would give y'all my cash app, but, um, it ain't that serious. You can always inbox me and ask me if you want to bless me. Amen. Or you can subscribe to this podcast and pay a monthly donation. I promise you it will be reinvested into all of the many things that God has me doing. And pin that right there. All of the things that God has me doing. (laughs) God did a thing. It's just manifested through me. God did a thing, y'all. I now have a, I now have a, a business. Yeah, there's really no other way to say it. I now have a business <laughs> and it is called Floodgate Purpose and Passions LLC. Basically what it is, it is the umbrella company for this podcast the poetry book that I've told you all about quite um uh, in my feelings a collection of poems 
and I also offer merchandise now. Hey, 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 look at all this creativity God got going on through little old me. Um, but God has brought me through a lot, and through all of that, He has let me know that I have visual and audible positive visual and audible messages for the masses okay i appreciate the support of the book i appreciate the support of the podcast and in the future i am sure i will appreciate you all supporting the business but even if you don't even if you didn't i'm okay because it's all about obedience i didn't do this so that in in a matter of a year i could have a book a podcast and a business nope didn't do it kind of told god nope 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 I'm, I'm good for telling God, yeah, no, that ain't, that's really not what you're saying. I have gotten ahead of myself. Let me slow down. Let me listen a little closer. Let me, I mean, what you said, Jesus? And then he's like, nah, you, yeah, I said what I said. Um, and then here I come with my little old late obedient self, but you know, I'm coming. <laughs> the title of this one is called, uh, I'm coming, Jesus. Just be patient. So yeah, I'm coming. I did it. Um, but again, there is a business. I have a business now and the website is www.floodgatepurposeandtheensignpassionsllc.com. When I advertise about this podcast, I'll probably put the link um, from here on out because everything encompassing um everything that god is 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 birthing through me will be available on the website okay one-stop shop all things jesus has nothing to do with me i'm just the vessel all things jesus all right y'all i'm gonna talk to y'all on august 10th i will still be redefining the chaos that was once in my life because thanks god thank God for the victory. (laughs) That chaos ends now. I am no longer considering what I've been through as chaos. I'm redefining, I'm choosing to redefine situations and circumstances, realizing that the chaos brought me closer and the redefining of such gives me total reassurance in my God. And through it all, I am still smiling. All right. All right.